Welcome back, everybody, to, uh, fuck that, that was bullshit, I'm gonna start over, god damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this is so hard, I'm so tired, welcome back. I'm so tired, I fucking drank myself stupid this weekend, who said that? Yeah. Uh, My vital, my vital injury resources are diminished. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna do this. Okay. All right. So this is a conversation. It's fun. Welcome, patrons, to the B side. Welcome, patrons, to the B side of this week's discussion conversation with Heidi Matthews. Just as a refresher, Heidi is an assistant professor at Osgoode Hall Law School in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, We're talking about uh, a particular presentation that she is giving around the world, you might say. (laughs) It's called Sex Panic and Celebrity Sexual Violence. Heidi, thanks for joining us for the B-Side. Wonderful. Good to be back. Thanks. All right. We're going to let our hair down. We're talking to patrons here. We're among friends. (laughs) The first episode, we had to kind of keep it buttoned up a little bit. I'm feeling particularly repressed. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling I can get over that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we're talking about sex, sex panic. We're talking about neoliberal feminism. We're talking about like the actually existing creepiness of very rich and powerful men. Uh, And, but but we're also fighting. I think what I want to focus on here is, is, is I want to get your take on like, what does like a, principled left position on sex really look like and how do we pursue you know the these cases where there are certain allegations in gray areas without um without undermining the conditions of freedom for women across the world big topics huh you think you have some easy answers for us um always yeah okay (laughs) A principled left position on sex. Goodness. Yes. Okay. Because ultimately, um, that's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Here. I mean, we're talking like sex is messy and it's hard, and the relationship between the sexes and in in you know whatever your preferred gender, whatever preference is. Like, I don't care if you're into furries or like or like other kin or whatever, right? Like, people are just into weird shit, and that's cool, and we should not like produce these like ready-made. Uh, narratives about female uh, chastity and uh, the appropriate sexual um, um, relations on the left. But in a way, as we laid out on the A side, uh, that's really what this discourse is all about in some ways. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's a way in which uh, the me too, like, again, I hate using this as shorthand for the, for everything we're talking about, but so, so just so that you and the readers understand, I don't, I don't see it as that simple, but, but there's a way, that being said, there's a way in which the Me Too movement, um, uh, is, is part of the shift, uh, in our social and legal cultural approaches to sex, right? Where from a no means no consent paradigm to, um, a yes means yes consent paradigm. So it's somehow, it somehow wasn't enough, right? Uh, just to, to, to deny or withdraw, uh, consent to sexual, um, relations, right? The no means no paradigm somehow wasn't enough. We are now in this affirmative consent universe where, 
uh, the idea is, and this is very much of a, of a piece with, with me too, that the idea is you've got to be, you know, asking, um, for consent the, along the way, um, and then affirmatively giving that consent along the way. And that sets up a really strange, uh, that's hot. That's how I like to go about yeah, my business yeah. you know, on the, on the, in, in the evenings and at nights. And, and yeah, can I touch your shirt? Mm. Can I touch your shoulder? Yeah. How about your elbow? Right. But it also I'm just relies my on, hand on the small of your back. Yeah. yeah. Not only is it not that, sexy, which is a problem. That's woke foreplay. Yeah. That's it's a legit program. It's a legit problem that it's not sexy that we need to talk yeah. about. Yeah. And everyone will just roll. I, I've said this to so many people who will just roll their eyes as though, as though the purview of what constitutes sexiness or something that's not, you know, part of intellectual conversation, which I think is ridiculous. But, but on the other side, what's even, it, it assumes that sexual encounters have an instigator, right? An aggressor. Yeah, right. Right. And then, you know, and, and who do you suppose that is in, in this? Uh, yeah. Narrative, yeah. Perhaps? And then, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the person who goes along with it all somehow, um, reluctantly, mm. right. Relu- always reluctant. You, you women are always so reluctant, you know, and, and giving it up as they say in the parlance, <laughs> giving what up, I'm not quite sure. But right, so you can see very quickly how these narratives of, of protecting women really very quickly devolve into like reproducing these, uh, these subject positions of victimhood and, and female chastity and, and all of these really gross, like far you know, right-wing uh, conservative narratives. Well, yeah, narratives that are totally in line with patriarchy, right? So the idea that there's an instigate, like you know, an aggressor and a respondent or something in, in a sexual encounter is completely in line with patriarchy. So it's absurd. So I want to talk about – I want to open this uh, particular segment with an article – um, it's a particularly disgusting piece. <laughs> uh, it's by a man. Shocker. Uh, it was. It showed up in the Sunday Review of the New York Times this uh, past a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, following the allegations of uh, Harvey Weinstein and all the rest of him. It's by a man named Stephen Marsh, I suppose is his name. Stephen Marsh. It's called "The Unexamined Brutality of the Male Libido." Ooh. And it really rehearses a lot of the kind of um, flattened patriarchal naturalism that uh, I think we <laughs> probably would want to overcome on the left. But anyway, we end up reproducing this patriarchal naturalism, this idea that men are necessarily uh, predatorial and, and, and they, they, they victimize people in, in a variety of ways. And Stephen Marsh characterizes men as kind of like uh, these helpless, hapless, violent predators, uh, quoting uh, Andrea Dworkin uh, to, to, uh, to say something to the effect of the only nonviolent sexual act between a man and a woman is with a flaccid penis. That there's I, something I would about- consider that pretty uh, psychologically <laughs> violent. <laughs> This ends your free preview of this week's B-Side with Heidi Matthews. For more of this fascinating and not at all problematic discussion on male penises, head over to patreon.com slash devbundits and subscribe at $5 per month for access to all of the B-Sides. Happy holidays from the dead pundit. And remember to practice safe sex and safe socialism.